So today we're holding over here in Perek Tetzayin Bebiur Midata Tahara. That's chapter sixteen. The last couple of days we've been working on a lot of Yisoidus. We didn't read up much in the Masil Sisharim. Today let's read a little bit inside and then we'll see what we'll do. Okay. So basically we were in the middle of a paragraph where the Masila Yisharim said that sometimes a person is doing something lishma for the right intention, and then the Yitzhar gets them to add a different and a not correct intention involved. So we were up to actually Kain Maisa Shalbito Shalbhanina ben Tradyoin. Similar to the story that took place with the daughter <coughs> of Rabhanina ben Tradyoin Shahoisa Poisaas Pesiois Yofois. She was walking beautiful steps. Meaning she was walking with Tzeniyut, with class, right? The Kevan Shashomru Shashama'a Shashomrim Kama Naot Pisiyoteha Shashrivazu She overheard them saying how beautiful are the steps of this young girl. Miyad Dikta Kuyoyse She walked even better. Harei Teisefes Hazed Noilad Mekoyach HaShevach Shashivchu So this additional uh, paying attention and being careful in the way she walked was because of the praise that she got. Even though the main intention was good and the little intention that was no good is bottle Still not considered 100% pure. Ezra, very excited that you're back. Yeah. Here's a very important point, okay? I'm not going to go into that whole story with uh, the daughter of Rabbi Hanina ben Tradyoin. She got a very strong onish for it. Obviously, she was a great tzaddiket. And Hashem is medaktik with tzaddikim in a very high way. But let's see this point here that he's going to say. Listen very closely. You with me, Rabbi Yisai? Just like on the Mizbeach of the downstairs in the Bet Hamikdash, they could only put on the Mizbeach elasolet nikia, fine flour, menupa b'shelosh esrenapa has to go through thirteen, uh, you know, one of those sifters, right? And it has nothing, uh, any impurity in there. The upper Mizbeach. If you want your Maisim to make it all the way up, to the mechitza of Hashem, the lefnai v'lefnim of Hashem, you have to bring pure, pure actions. Okay? That's what he says. Now, let's see how it rolls. So he says like this. This is a very important line. But I'm not saying, See, this is a big mistake. Sometimes people read things like this. And they see that their actions have to be perfect. And perfect means that it has to be in sync 100% with their heart. And their heart has to be pure. 
and it has to create, the heart has to create pure actions. And if they're not pure, they don't make it all the way into the mechitza of Hashem. Right? So people say, okay, I don't know if I can do that. So maybe all the avoidance Hashem I do is worthless. Right? He says, don't make that mistake. Do not make that mistake. Hashem never holds down the schar of any bria. Of course, every degree of a maisa that you do good, you get schar for it, no matter what. If you want to talk about perfect avoidance Hashem. Which is befitting of all those that love Hashem. That's Avodah Tehora Legam. That the entire intention is only for Hashem and not for anything else. So it's not a black and white thing. Perfect. Either perfect or nothing, chas v'shalom. Of course, this is the growing process that you have to go step by step. And every little bit that you do has a tremendous schar. But what we're talking about over here, we're talking about ta'ira. Ta'ira for chasidim. Ta'ira for chasidim is perfect. Okay? Now, you have to know also, the Chofetz Chaim said a major chidush. Okay? It's important for us to know this major chidush. Because the Chavetz Chaim didn't just say things for chizuk. If the Chavetz Chaim said something, it means that he has sources in Torah for it. Okay? So there is a Zohar that says that any tefillah that's not bidehilu urehimu, full with avas Hashem and yiras Hashem, <coughs> will not make it before Hashem. It has to pass through uh, you know, different angels, and they decide if your feelers should go before Hashem. Something similar to what we're saying over here, that in order for your maizim to go into the mezbeach before Hashem, it has to be perfect kavona, right? So it's like a scary thing, because most of us, I will say, will think that our tefillot are not going to make it to a very high place, and our Avodah Hashem is not going to make it to a very special place because we are far, far from perfect people, right? So the Chofetz Chaim said, this is Chofetz Chaim, this is not Yaakov Arari, this is not some rabbi trying to give some chizik and make up Baba you know? You don't make Baba you have to say Emet, you know? So says the Chofetz Chaim, that today Hashem accepts the tefillahs even if they're not b'dechimu l'rechimu. Why is that? So he kind of made a marshal. He says in the, in the time of war, when there's no food around, people will accept and eat even the most uh, unrefined flour bread. You know, as long as they have something to eat. Because it's a time of war. Time of war, there's no food. So you gotta take what you can take and you'll be happy with what you can take, right? So Chavetz Chaim said, in the time that there is a drought of spirituality, in the time where there's so much ra and confusion in the world, 
then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will accept less perfect things. That's what he said. That's Chafetz Chaim. Chafetz Chaim said that. So we have to feel that we need to take into consideration the situation that we are in in life. It's very important. I'm going to tell you two more Marmikaivas on this subject which will give us chizik, that we have to be happy that we're working and growing, but we have to know that our avodah Hashem is very precious in Hashem's eyes. Okay? It's very important to know that. Because the Yetzirah will come and tell us all kinds of funny things. Okay? In order to dishearten us and to take out the inspiration to work. You got it? It's very important. Another Marmakam is from a Vilna Goy. Okay, so we're quoting the biggest of the big, and nobody could argue with these people. Okay? So it says in Tanad Belio, that's a Midrash, that's Miyuhas to Eliyahu Hanavi. Okay, he's a big guy. Maskim, Saida. Okay. So now, it says over there that Hashem is Sameach Bechelkoi. Hashem is happy with his law. That's a very difficult time to understand. You see? Because we only have a chilek. So we can be sameach b'chilek. You get a chilek, you have to be happy with the chilek you get, right? So, David, good morning. So, this is, we're happy with the chilek we get. Ah, all my friends are here today. But, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is koine akol. Hashem owns everything. What do you mean? He's Sameach Bechelkai. It's all his. All belongs to him. Ah, you hear the Kasha, Morris? It's a good Kasha. Says the Goyim, chats like this. Chelek of Hashem is Klal Yisrael. Ki Chelek Hashem Amo. We are called Chelko of Hashem. And Hashem is Sameach Bechelko. Meaning, he says, even in generations, where it's going to be very difficult, and the Avodah Hashem is going to be very weak. Hashem is still Sameach in our Avodah. He's Sameach Bechelkoi. Even though we don't have Tanaim, we don't have Amoraim, we don't have people that are Mamish, Kedosh V'tahirim, we're still, we're very small people. Still Hashem is Sameach Bechelkoi. So that's the second Marmakam. Got it? Here's a third one. You want a third one? Maishi. Here's a third Marmakam. This one comes from Reb Chaim Kanievsky, the Chaynel of Rach. So it came from a conversation that he had with a Yid, a very, very big Godel, a Magid. His name was Reb Yankiv Galinsky. I don't know if any of you ever heard of him. But he was a big maggot when I was young. Today they have a sefarim printed on chumash and all kinds of things. A Bianca Galinsky. So basically, the conversation came out as follows. We see by the mabul, the mabul, Hashem tells Noah to bring into the teva from the holy for the pure animals to make korbanot shnayim. Ish the ishto. Okay? Male and female. Now, in uh, animals, there's no such thing as husband and wife. Correct? By, by humans, you get married to a woman, that's your wife. Ishiyut. Ishiyut means it's personal. 
But in, in animals, they just mate. There's no personal relationship. So why is it referred to as a, a couple? You know? So Chazal say that the Torah was giving them a, a certain kavod. Because in the time of the Mabel, the Chazal tell us that the animals also were messed up in our eyes. Because of the people, they were mashpi on the animals. And the animals did not stay within their min. Right? They didn't stay within their type. They mixed. They went out of their type. Which is not normal. It's not natural. But since the human beings behaved in such a vulgar, low manner, they had an effect on the Bria, and the Bria got confused and messed up. But these animals did not. They had to be very pure, because we're going to use them for korbonis. So the Torah, to give them COVID, that they didn't go out of their mid, the Torah gave them COVID as if they were designated one for another. Says Chaim Karievsky, Abyankiv Galinsky, we say, Eshet Hayel Miyimsa. It's really referring to the Jewish people with your relationship with the Torah and Hashem. The way we have to study Torah is we have to be married to the Torah. The Torah has to be our only passion. It has to be our only excitement. Avodah Hashem, our relationship with God, that's our passion, right? But unfortunately... We're not such a good, faithful wife. We also cheat. We go to the Jets and the Giants. You know, we also have a passion for them too. And all the other Shtusen Vavolim. And some really bad Shtusen Yeah? So we have other passions and other interests. Right? Even if we're in Yeshiva, and even if we're learning Yishmak first Sayyidah. So we're, we're cooked. And Abishleim Rabbi was a, a faithful relationship he had. Faithful relationship. But we, we don't have such a faithful relationship, right? But he said, that's only the generation. Since in our generation, so many people are leaving religion. People are running away from yeshiva by the droves. People are not faithful, they're not staying within the yeshiva system. Alright? So, in our generation, even if you stay in yeshiva, and you're trying to work on yourself, Hashem will consider it as if you're married to the Torah. As if you're married to Hashem. So we see, again, a third marmakam, that Hashem takes the world situation into consideration. It's not just black and white where you're holding. Hashem takes the world into consideration, the matzah that you're in into consideration to see your actions in a different light. Okay? I'm going to tell you a fourth marmokam. And this marmokam is from Rabbi Rucham. You hear about him a lot around here. So Rabbi Rucham says it's really based on an arizal. So heavy stuff. Okay, so he says a very big. It's obviously it's a big mimer. Ah, Yonason, how are you? It's a massive mimer, which we're not going to go into the whole mimer today. But he talks about uh, our generation, which is the generation of what we call ikvus of the Mashiach, right? Basically, on our shoulder shoulders 
lies the responsibility to bring this thing called Mashiach. Right? But people from the earlier generations, which were way greater than us, did not succeed in bringing Mashiach, right? So the Zoya says, before Mashiach, Devarim Gedolim, great things will be achieved. Al Kalim through small vessels. Okay? That means small people will achieve great things in the world and the great greatest achievement of all is to bring Mashiach. Yes? Small people. The way Rabbi Rucham is Mazbeh, it's obviously a very deep moment, but the way his Mazbeh is that in our world, Ezra Cohen, the Rosh Havad, please be on time. Thank you. Okay? So now... The, the, in, 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 uh, Rabbi Rucham explains that since in our world is a tremendous amount of darkness, okay, spiritual darkness, there's a lot of enlightenment as far as technology is concerned, but the more enlightenment there is as far as technology is concerned, it creates more and more spiritual darkness. And it creates more and more confusion. And it becomes more and more difficult to sit by a Gemara and learn. And it becomes more and more complicated to appreciate spirituality and to have, be touched by it. Right? That's the situation we're in today. We are in a situation where we call that the heart became like stone. Lev ha'even. That means stone you can't, it doesn't make any hergish. It's cold as ice, you know? And everything around you in the world is enticing you and screaming to you on top of its lungs to grab your attention. You understand? I sat down with a group of Bokram yesterday. I said, what do you want to grow up to be, you know? What's your sheifas? So one said, millionaire. The other said, what? Millionaire? Billionaire. Right? They want to be millions and billions. So I made a mathematical question with them. Somebody had a, the stats of how many millionaires there are in the world. Could see how many people there are in the world. And how many billionaires there are in the world. Could see how many people there are in the world. And basically, their chances of becoming millionaires and billionaires are very, very slim. You know? <laughs> you know, for the most part, you'll probably be a guy making ends meet. Right? So we have a problem. Because if your happiness is going to be dependent on being a millionaire and billionaire, you probably won't be happy. So we have to have a plan B. Right? But why do kids want to be millionaires and billionaires? Right? Because they don't see any purpose in life. Unless they have millions and billions. The world teaches you that. Do you understand? So they cannot appreciate a Gemara. You don't need a Gemara to become a millionaire or a billionaire. And you can be a Amad, it's Gamur. And once you're a millionaire and a billionaire, then people will think you're a Tami Hakam, even though you don't know nothing. You know? It gives you everything. Hakesef mitaris amamzerim, the Gemara says. Okay. So, this is a problem. This is the world we live in. The world of Sheker Achein Vehevel Ayoyfi. So what are we going to do? But yet, you still stay in yeshiva. And you're still trying. 
and you're still trying to understand the Gemara, Rashi Toysvis, which is a big work. You know why? Because to really appreciate a Gemara has to mean something to you, right? So if I go over to you, the Av Zakai Bebitoy, yeah, the father who can marry off her daughter, is it working like a Shliach Balkorcho? Or does he have a Bailus in the Zach? And you say, okay, whatever, this way, that way, it's all good for me, you know? Machpatli, zelo chayim shali, mechalal. Do you understand? That's why it's hard to enjoy the Gemara. Like this or like that. Whether it's a shliach balkocha or it's a bailim, that and a token will get you on a train, you know? Still have to pay for the token. So to get to that level, to get to that level, that Torah is the most important thing in the world, is a big work. It's not a simple work. Until Torah becomes, ah, ma'ahafti secho. Torah becomes so, I love it so much. Kol hayoyim hisi chosi. It's my casual conversation. That's what interests me. That's my life. That's what I want. You know, that's a big work. Remember, we're learning today. This is the whole subject of what we're learning. It's not about maizim mitzvahs. It's not about learning Torah. It's about lev, about the heart. We're going to see. That's the whole subject. Rachman Aliba boy means you have to love it. You have to be into it. You have to be your passion. It has to be your life. That's a big work in today's generation. Correct? Maskim. And yet you're still here. And you're trying. And you don't give up. So that creates a tremendous light in the world. Which ultimately is the light that brings Mashiach. So you hear a very deep zach. Let's, 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 let's taher it together. Let's, let's get the amkis together. So we would have thought, Bahu the same, or you would think, that a person who's like so great, Rishonim, Achanonim, Tanaim, Amoraim, their service of Hashem is perfect. Their hearts are full with passion. They're full with Yerushamayim and Avas Hashem, right? Their service of Hashem is Muldik Natshayek. You would think that they could bring Moshiach. No. Zelo. Zelo. Does a lot of things, but it doesn't bring Mashiach. What's going to bring Mashiach? Me and you sitting in front of a Gemara and Kedushin with zero Cheshik. We know it's a point, but you know, whatever. Well, the mice in the back of your mind, you think, okay, when am I going to finish this jail time and I can go make some real money and do something with my life? So they told me that I'll get a better Shidduch if I stay in Yeshiva. So I have to sit it out here. And then the minute I get married, I got my free from jail card. And then I say, what am I going to do? I need to pay my bills. And then I go start living life. Machen Geld. Yeah. But then you say, but that's really not what we're in yeshiva for. So I got to work on that. And I got to start to learn how to appreciate davening, and I have to start appreciating learning, and I have to start appreciating avodas Hashem, and I got to work on my midas, and I wow, big work.
But until you make all that work, you're far, far from the reality of what an Ebed Hashem is. You're like on a different planet. Different planet. And the amount of distractions, you see, to, to grow, you have to focus, you know. The amount of distractions is not shy. You understand? Even if you had nothing on your phone besides statuses, there's enough distraction on statuses to kill you. I mean, it just does like an endless amount of distraction. Endless amount of distractions. And all kinds of different uh, fun things going on. I was talking to a boy yesterday and he said, I'm asking to sit in yeshiva here and learn. It's better for me than to go to Israel, you know? But I'm suffering from FOMO because I see all these videos. I don't want to say this on public, what's going on, so I'm not going to say, but it's a lot of fun, you know? A lot of stuff going down over there, and I'm not in the action, right? So these distractions, like crazy distractions going on out there. And to focus and to appreciate learning is a very, very difficult thing today. However, you're here. You're sitting here, and you're trying to overcome those challenges, you have to know how much that's appreciated by HaKadosh Baruch. You have to get that. You have to chap that. Chayav Adam. That means even though we're learning over here that perfect service of Hashem means Tyrus Alev, however, there's another Bechina. You know what a Bechina is? You see it in a different light. Seeing it in a different light is appreciating the avoider that you have now. That's a very important thing to appreciate that. You understand? Today, Arias is so bad. People don't know. If you don't deal with people, you don't know. Because there's a lot of cover-ups. But the problems with Arias is so bad. It's not shy. And even forms of Arias that people think are normal, like having a girlfriend. It's 100% usher. It's terrible. But it's, it's like normal, you know. We're just doing those things, you know. To whatever degree it is, it's 100% awesome, right? But, but, but it's rampant. Again, I don't want to say all the problems of the world online, you know, alive. So, but for people to have, to get married to a Ishat Tzinu'ah, and to have a house of Kedusha, and to live according to the halachas of Hilchas Nida and Kedusha, is a big accomplishment today. You understand? The world is very filthy. And the world's ideas are very, very alien to the Torah way of thinking. But it gets in the brains of the young people. So we have to appreciate the fact that we are in the battle for Kedusha. In the battle of trying to make the phone better and ultimately get rid of the phone. We're trying to, to, to get the value system straight so when we go into Shaduchim, we look for the right girl that will help us build a bayit ne'eman bi Yisrael to have good kids, not for the wrong intentions. We're trying to get appreciation for Torah. We're trying to get appreciation for Avoidah. We're trying to make Tikkun Amidis. Wow, you know how important that is? You know how great that is? You know how amazing that is? You can't underestimate the value of your work. That's the point I want to say. We have to stop here for today.